Welcome to StellarCast, the Stellar Recruitment Podcast. Hi, welcome to the podcast. My name is Georgia Mackey and I'm the Corporate Services Manager at Stellar Recruitment Brisbane. And we're here today with Kimberly Tupai, the Branch Manager for the Auckland Stellar Recruitment Office. Welcome, Kim. Hi, Georgia. How are you doing today? Yeah, great. I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, We've been talking and I've been speaking with a lot of employers in the Brisbane market and across Australia at the moment. And it's a hot market and trying to attract and retain talent is a really big conversation over here at the moment. Is that what you're finding? Yeah, I completely agree. I actually spoke to someone recently who has been talking about the fact that Everybody seems to be hiring right now and as a business leader, they were wanting to know how do they actually stand out in such a hyper competitive market? So it'd be really good for us to to break that down today, Georgia. Oh, 100%. I think that's why we decided to do this podcast and have this conversation because it's such a hot topic. And I find it really exciting because we're really seeing employers offering some awesome benefits to candidates, which I think is such a cool process that we're going through at the moment. Absolutely. That's it. And it's quite funny when having that conversation the other day, that the first thing I said when, when they said, how do I stand out? My response was, well, it's not money because yeah. you're exactly <laughs> right. It's, it's so much more than that for people these days. I think, you know, things are really starting to shift and change in the world, especially post the international environment we've been in recently. Um, you know, but the way of people working is just so different and people care about really different things these days. And I think that's where people are coming up with these as employers. We're coming up and having to navigate. How can we offer people that benefits that aren't money orientated? Absolutely. That's it. And I think with benefits, one really big thing to consider is that flexibility of standards now. Yeah. Would you agree? We just, we, we've seen flexibility in terms of workplace flexibility, work hours mm. flexibility. It's something that's fairly standard. So right now, I think that as business leaders, we probably need to step back and have a look at the wider landscape around what else is there that we can look at outside of flexibility and throwing more money at people. Which is why I think with the vision as as an employer brand, you want to have a vision, you want to be able to take future employees on a journey from that very first interaction with them. As people, we naturally want to feel like we are part of something that's bigger than ourselves, right? Mm. So I think it's really, really important as a leader when you're going out to market and even when you're sitting interviewing with people, being really clear around who are you as a leader? What are your strengths? What is it like? Uh, and also providing clarity around that vision and that employer brand to, to people and what that looks like in their day-to-day basis. One really key thing I think is that when, let's say we're recruiting for managers, being really clear with that manager or potential manager around who is their team and what does that look like. If it's a poor team and it's a turnaround job, that is what it is. It's just let them know that some people thrive in that environment. Mm. And if it's a great, fantastic team, well, then that's, that's great as well. People are going to know that they can learn to further build off that or they can look to grow that even further. So being really clear around that is super important. And I think for leaders, being able to step back and ask yourself, what are your company's core values? Do you have a mission statement? What type of people leave your business? What are the key attributes of a person that works in your business? And 
does your company positively affect the community that it exists in? Mm. Because that in itself is something that is future people these days, right? Like you said, it's one of those new trends that we're seeing that a lot Mm. of people are really open and wanting to see their future employer doing for them. Absolutely. That's it. I think another really clear thing to discuss with people when you are starting to engage them in that process is what does career progression or development look like for them? And we're certainly not saying everyone needs to have a clear pathway to being the managing director of the business, Mm. but how can they have other tools to add to their tool belt? Um, So is it training courses that you do in-house? Are there external things that you do? Or are there other things that they might be able to learn on the job that they haven't experienced in the past? Because those things are a real motivator for people, knowing that they're going to shift to another role or another business organization and understand that there's an ability to change things up slightly. It's not Mm. a cookie cutter from one to the other. Oh, 100%. And I think it's knowing what your strengths are as a business. So if you are a smaller company, sell yourselves. You have direct access to the executive team. You have the ability to grow your own team to move up quite quickly. Or if you are a larger organization, showing them the steps to progress their career within that organization as well. Obviously, you've got a big environment where you can grow and develop into a number of teams because you have that bigger opportunities and more career progression in a way that you've got other areas you can move into if there's none in that area. That's such a good call, Georgia. And all of that really does link into an employer's value proposition, doesn't it? Mm. So how do they stand out against the competitors in the market? Because it's it's not just around, you know, competitive advantages between your product or service and somebody else's product or service, but it also comes down to what differentiates you in the eyes of your employees, be both future and current? So do you have benefits that other companies don't? And you really want to be distinguishing that from the competition. You know, I, I know that all businesses like to think they offer great benefits, great cultures, a really clear path for growth. But mm. what specifically can you verbalize to someone to really cement that in for them? And as you said, smaller businesses, workplace flexibility, bigger businesses, it might be, you know, those bigger opportunities big incentive trips that businesses Mm. go on. It might be sporting events and bits and pieces like that. It might just be Friday drinks, but things like that are special to people. Yeah. And I think Mm. this kind of leads into the next tip would be is to when you are starting that process with future employees is making sure that you're connecting shortlisted applicants with the manager that they're going to be working with because you know as well as I do, Kim, people don't leave businesses, they leave managers. That's exactly it. I actually was uh, doing some research on that the other day and according to the Gallup survey polls, a full 50% of employees who quit their job cite team manager as the reason for doing so. That is huge, right? So look, as a business, use that to your advantage. It's a safe bet that meeting meeting, sorry, their potential new boss or future boss and experiencing some form of compatibility with them is a huge selling point in itself. So make sure that, you know, you're getting line managers face-to-face with these people before they actually sign on that dotted line because getting that face time and the experience is going to give them the opportunity to hear firsthand how they're going to be managed, understanding Mm. expectations, and really just getting a a feel for what that future boss and, and interactions with them may be like. 
Yeah. And I think it's also knowing who your brand ambassadors are. Looking across the office, who are the people that really champion your company and who are constantly out there telling people how much they love their job and, you know, the people they work with. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. That is such a good call. I think when you consider brand ambassadors, a lot of us naturally go, oh, that's a a marketing thing. But absolutely not. Step outside your office door and look across that floor there. The brand ambassadors absolutely are the people that work for your business. They love what you do and they love telling everybody that will listen. I think it's certainly underestimated how much research people do prior to going and interviewing with a business. Mm. So having those brand ambassadors posting on LinkedIn, getting posts out on all your company socials via Facebook or Instagram and, and things like that. There's a reason why people read reviews when they decide on a restaurant to go to or making a big purchase. And that they want to hear from people who've experienced firsthand what they're looking to do in order to make that informed decision. And that absolutely works the same in the job market. That most influential resource for you as a business leader is the people that you work for. So I, I'd even suggest, and it's, it's something that I do and that, that we do in our business, mm. especially some of those brand ambassadors involved in an interview process to take people out for coffee or have a discussion in the boardroom just to give them a bit more insight into, into what you're like as a business. Because it's not a sell, is it, Georgia? It's really just no. people enjoying their jobs and giving a real-life overview of what it's like to work in that business. 100%. And I think at the end of the day, you don't want to convince someone to take the job. You want them to jump at the job. Absolutely. It's like Uber, right? Yeah. You, you want people to, to leave those five-star Uber reviews with your company because that in, means that you jump to that potential, you know, top of the list of potential employers. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And I think it's um, really important that we also cover off, you know, candidate experience throughout the cycle of that recruitment period. So my opinion, Kim, is that, you know, you really need to make it a quick recruitment process. Do you agree? Absolutely. There's a saying, higher flow, fire quick. But I think these days, the way that the market is going, we almost need to, to, to flip that and be doing both things quickly. Yeah. Um, because at the moment, there is so much opportunity out there for people, right? So ensuring that your process, albeit thorough, you know, moves through really clearly and, and succinctly and ensuring that you're getting that best offer out, your, your first offer is that best offer. Because the thing is, in this current market, you're not likely going to get a second chance in this, in this competitive landscape. So quick process, lead with the best offer and hopefully you'll lock them in. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Kim. It was awesome to catch up and um, I hope that we've left some things to think about for companies. Today, the key points we've covered across is how do you stand out to potential employees? the benefits that, you know, you can add that aren't just money and to really make sure that you're showing the future employees the vision and how they can grow their career within your company and what your value proposition is. And make sure that the shortlisted applicants connect with the boss and they're getting to meet across the board people from the business and they being your brand ambassadors who are going to sell you the best. And finally, candidate experience is key. Once you've got them in the door, making sure that process is quick and we're offering the best offer first. Absolutely. I completely agree with all of that and I do hope that it helps people when um, looking to to make their next hire and and see how they can stand out from the rest of the crowd. Georgia and I are absolutely happy to continue this conversation with anybody individually, one-on-one. 
Our contact information is in the show notes as a brief overview of what we discussed. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you again so much, Georgia. Good chat. You too. Thanks so much, Kim. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to StellarCast. This show aligns with why Robbie McIlwraith and Sean McCambridge co-founded the company. Their mission was to help and nurture others to reach and exceed their potential. For trusted recruitment and career advice, contact Stella today.